0: Hello, everybody.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, the big show, the most important and critically acclaimed podcast that is recorded in our car. It's almost like a song anymore. And today we are in the Red Studio Air, and we are heading west, west, I say. The sun is out. It's a beautiful day, and Spice has been out and being healthy all morning long with like how healthy she was.
0: I'm healthy most mornings. Today I was healthy at the gym.
1: Healthy at the gym. Now we're going to tell you a secret. She's a bit of a gym rat, but she doesn't actually like going to the gym. No. She does it because of her health. And I, while nobody in their right mind could consider me a gym rat, normally spend five days a week there at least in the winter. Well, not my full days a week, if you're fair.
0: Five full days spread throughout the winter. uh, (laughs) Maybe? No, come on. (laughs) No.
1: About 40 minutes a day, more or less. Uh, Some days more, some days less, but not any less than 30. Doing cardio stuff. My preferred way of doing it is on the exercise bike. And um, we don't don't do this because we like it.
0: I like it. Riding my bike outside. I like kayaking. I like hiking. I like, well, I'm okay with gardening.
1: I like riding my bike outside. And, uh, you know, another thing that's, that's a health thing is we, she, I don't, I don't say we, we, we as in I purchased the lawnmower and she <laughs> does the work. Well, this is part of the deal, though. I had taken care of the lawn before by having a service to it. Yep. And she was just like, well, you know, we could save money. And I need the workout anyway. So, like, fine, I'll buy a mower And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll just push mow it. So, we do, we push, she push mows the place, the paths that we keep clean. To be fair, it's, we just keep paths. And
0: clean. the fire break.
1: And the fire break around the cabin. And she push mows our lawn. And at the place, we have a, well, actually, at both places, we have four wheel drive mowers. So, it's not, because there's, there's hills. And let's not be stupid about this.
0: <laughs> when it's a
1: hundred degrees outside, push mowing, even with a mower that has um, that helps you out by crawling by itself, for a hundred fifteen pound, five foot four woman is a workout. So that's one way she keeps in shape: is she push mows.
0: But the gym is strictly health need. It that part's not done.
1: And she still goes to the gym even when it's beautiful weather outside a couple days a week. Or makes an adequate substitution.
0: It is a sad fact of life that thin-boned, 120-pound women who want to walk upright when they're 80 have to lift weights when they're 50.
1: people don't know that. That's why there's so many crooked little old ladies.
0: Yep, osteoporosis would absolutely collapse me. If I didn't take care of my bones. And, and she is, is actually
1: the type that is probably prone to it.
0: I know I'm prone to it. Yeah.
1: So, but here's the, here's the thing. Uh, you want to read about osteoporosis. She already has an article on 3BY about osteoporosis. In fact, I suggest you read it. It's pretty good. It's one of our earlier articles, but it's still pretty good. We don't like doing what we're doing at the gym. But we go because being in decent health is the most important prep.
0: You want to talk about being able to survive difficult situations. You need to be as low in the chronic disease department as possible.
1: I am um, a big guy, and I don't have diabetes. I don't want diabetes. So I go to the gym and exercise 40 minutes Every day, five days a week. And that does a whole lot of good towards keeping me from having diabetes.
0: And Alzheimer's and, and Alzheimer's heart disease and all kinds and of things. Lots
1: of other things. In fact, you know, people look at me and I, like I said, I am not a fit body type. But then they get my blood test and they kind of look at me. They look at these blood tests and they look at me and they look at these blood tests and they look at me. I look like a meat and taters just every day, 50-year-old dude, okay? 55-year-old dude. And I don't eat meat. (laughs) And uh, I do eat taters, but it's kind of one of those deals where I pretty much, not exclusively, but pretty much stick to a diabetic diet. Not because I'm a diabetic, but because I don't want to become one. You know, there are no sugary pops in my in my life. Um, I will occasionally eat a bowl of frozen yogurt, which I do like. But you know, there's no I don't there's no Reese's candy bars in my life. Okay, this is not we don't do this. All that refined sugar stuff, no. Uh, I still eat too many potatoes, and I still eat too much, although it's not really as much as it used to be, uh, of refined flour. Mostly I've switched away from refined flour. I just don't eat that much of it anymore. Because we don't buy refined flour bread.
0: Unless you hadn't heard that before, the single best way to not get diabetes is to eat as if you had diabetes to start with and were taking good care of it. Right. And 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 the second best way is
1: exercise. But I've been really limited in the last two and a half months because I've got this broken leg. Um, I could do some weightlifting, but frankly, I have hard enough time walking into the door of the place. You know what I'm saying? When I get home, my wig looks like like it's swelled to the size of a pineapple. Or at least feels that way. I have no interest in going to the gym. None. I originally had planned to start doing some cycling by now. And honestly, that may happen tomorrow. I may do it just to see what happens. We'll see. But... With the swelling and stuff. So what I'm doing right now is I'm doing my recouping stuff. I'm doing the rehab stuff that I'm supposed to be doing, even though it hurts. Even though it isn't comfortable, I have rehab stuff I have to do. And I am getting up and I'm probably pressing a little too hard on the walking thing. Um,
0: No, you're not. I'm pressing pretty hard. Yes, but that's not too hard.
1: You know, when it starts to become, oh my God, excruciating pain, I back it off a little bit, <laughs> you know. But they say I can't really break anything. Um, but if you saw the color of my foot when I get home and put it up on the chair, if you saw what that thing looks like, it ain't pretty. It's you gotta not, admit, it ain't pretty.
0: It's not pretty, but it's, but not, it's not scary. It's not
1: purple. It's not scary but it looks like the claw of a of a, of a bird of, of <laughs> a buzzard claw.
0: <laughs> you know, that's what my
1: foot looks like. And it's angry. But that's because I'm doing what I need to do to get back to where I need to be so I can resume my uh, fitness and gain back the stuff that I know I've already
0: lost. So. The hardest part hardest problems in prepper world to deal with in my mind, really are the medical problems. Being very mobility-limited, being dependent on a steady supply of prescription medications or high-level medical care is just a nightmare to prep for, in many cases impossible to effectively prep for. And exercise. The best thing you can do to do that is continue to take care of yourself.
1: Exercise is just a great... I mean, it's not... We were talking about diabetes. We are talking about high blood pressure, okay? It's great for high blood pressure. Stress relief. It'll you, relieve your stress.
0: Reduction of depression. It's actually slightly more effective than prescription medications for reducing depression. Now, here's,
1: here's one of my things. Now, one of the things we talk about in the article that this podcast goes with is, you know... When we can we hate the gym. When we can, we find ways we like to exercise. And as somebody who now has a bum ankle, but that should get better. But I have bad knees. I have to really watch myself because I enjoy riding a bicycle, but my knees don't so much. So it's kind of always a trade-off as to how hard I can go before the knees say, okay, it's time to take a break. But I'd a hundred times rather be outside, especially if the weather's good, riding around on my bicycle, you know, seeing the trees, watching the squirrels play, you know, whatever. Because I'm kind of a, I do put in a lot of uh, miles, but I'm kind of a laid-back kind of cyclist. I'm not one of these drop my head and hammer for 40 like somebody in the car is oh yeah it was i think the sky was blue i think
0: i don't know i'm not that way oh, you're kind of that way i enjoy you the, the sky one thing i know outdoors. that you will
1: know and this other than that you come back from a from one of your cycling tricks, winded and oblivious. But the one thing I know you will know is what direction the wind was going That's the one thing I know you will know.
0: Uh, to me, there are there are various, you know, different days are different things. Some days I'm just out there to enjoy the world. And some days I am limited for time and want to take care of myself the way I need to take care of myself. Those days I kind of I pound and I'm done. But in any case, it's way nicer. Here's here's a perfect
1: example of that. We all have multiple bicycles. I have one that I, I like much more than the rest of them. I've got a new one that I'm hoping to get together this spring. That I'm hoping that I like, but I've got a uh, I got that I ordered it and they sent <laughs> sent some wrong parts, so I had to, and then I broke my ankle, so I still have to put it together. But long story short, um, I have one bike. It's kind of more of a long distance type bike it's the one i would use if i had to bug out and then i have my my bike which just sits on the porch we call her a porch bike and then she's got because we're i'm six three she's five four you know we're not gonna be riding the same bicycle and there's a key to bicycles in themselves is make sure you get one that fits and that's of decent quality and so and we we use we're different everything but so I got my porch bike. She's got her porch bike. And her porch bike, it's an old, high-quality, American-made, but old bicycle that's really heavy. My porch bike is really heavy. And they neither one of these are very easy to pedal. I mean, they're they're just heavy bikes. They take a lot of effort to run, which is fine. Because our we're not just trying to go out there and, and coast the entire trip. We're, we're out there to get exercise. So we really don't care if they take a lot of effort. In fact, it's kind of preferred. And so she'll, we have routes ridden around town and routes ridden you know, here and there. And each one of these routes are for different things. Like I have a route that I, that I take when I want to, to get my heart rate up and running. I have a route that I take when my knees are hurting and I want to go just pretty well level as much as I can. We have some hills in town, so it's not... You're always going to be climbing something. It may only be a block long and 5%, but it's going to be a climb. The, uh, she has a route that she loves. Uh, I say loves. Nobody loves that route. <laughs> that she uses when she's pressed for time. She take, gets her heavy bike, her porch bike, and does her Hillman's Holiday.
0: Yeah, that's when it's, the weather's too bad to trust, trust it very far from town. Uh, for example, when it's really cold, I don't like to ride far because if you are stopped by a flat tire or something, you can get yourself into trouble if your hands are too numb to change the stinking tire. So
1: We had a tradition of New Year's Day riding. We tried to put in 20 miles on New Year's Day, and we did it for years until one year we missed because it was like there was no possible way you could ride a bicycle and that stuff. Ice. It just... Yeah, it was impossible to ride a bicycle in that
0: stuff. Bicycles on ice are bad, bad combination. <laughs> yeah, and then we live in
1: Missouri, so you never know. We had several. We had that one year. Remember that one year where it was so cold?
0: Oh, it was dry, but it was oh, it was ten cal- below. Oh my, Woo! yeah, it was ten below uh,
1: with wind gusts uh, twenty to twenty five miles an hour. It was that like, was brutal. Oh my gosh! But we brutal. did it. We had every piece of clothing on that we owned.
0: You don't see a whole lot of people bicycling in insulated coveralls, mechanics coveralls, <laughs> yeah, but back
1: alley, I did. It was insane, man. We had insulated boots on. It was, it was absolutely nuts. But we got in our twenty, and boy, man. And then there was that one year we were in uh, Kona, and Kona.
0: We brought our travel bikes. We brought our
1: travel bikes, which fold up into a suitcase. And so yeah, we we uh, strolled along Ali'i Drive, and yes, that's the name of the road, Ali'i. We strolled along Ali'i Drive down through downtown Kona, past the worst Taco Bell in the world. <laughs> oh, wait—that's not a bad Taco Bell, and one of the most beautiful shorelines. Yeah, one of the most beautiful. That's, 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 that's not a, not a bad Taco up. Bell if you don't mind, you know, sitting in your car waiting for three hours to the drive-through lane. And you think I'm exaggerating? I'm not.
0: <laughs> not that he's bitter.
1: Not that I'm bitter.
0: But it but, was a beautiful ride.
1: It was a beautiful ride. Well, not that we, we didn't go to Taco Bell that day. I yeah. mean, we wanted to get back before the vacation was over. <laughs> but yeah, it was a beautiful, gorgeous ride.
0: <sighs>
1: I like going home. But,
0: a year or two, I substituted skates and yeah. skated along the Gulf Coast. Which, which reminds likewise. me, we do that a lot. We do that a lot.
1: We have um a limited room in our car, in some of our cars, but it works really well to, to take one bicycle and a pair of skates and pads and stuff like that. Because once you train to skate with pads, you don't want to skate without pads because you've trained yourself to fall on the pads. And then we know lots of people who busted kneecaps and stuff like that who trained for sports and didn't.
0: Yeah. You, you Did their training. When, you train to fall differently when you wear pads than when you don't. So, anyway, long story short, yeah, we take these and, and, you know,
1: we'll be on the Gulf Coast and, and, uh, especially in the areas we know, you know, it's kind of like, out you go. And sometimes I have a bicycle, sometimes I don't. Um, but it is what it is. She loves to skate. And she'll skate quads, she'll skate uh, rollerblades, although she just got rid of her last set of blades. Not really sure why, but she did. And uh, hopefully ice skate one of these days if we find the right good set of skates.
0: Yeah, it's hard to find a good set. Uh,
1: we're, we're tweeners on ice skating country. Anyway, that's, the point isn't that we do this. The point is we found a way that works for us that isn't torturous.
0: You make it part of your life. Because if you want to live a long and healthy life, it's got to be part of your life. It's just a fact of physiology that the bodies are meant to be used, and they work better if you use them. It could be tennis. It could be golf if you
1: walk it. Golf with carts does not count as exercise. Sorry, guys. Golf with carts is not exercise. Golf with carts... Is a bad or good walk spoiled by not only the golf but also the cart? Yeah, (laughs) golf with carts is kind of fun driving around. I enjoy the the cart more than the golfing, but if you ever see me golf, you understand (laughs) why I enjoy the cart more than the golfing. Um, I'm not good, I'm really not good. There's tennis, if done correctly, there's even ping pong. <laughs> you ever seen really good ping pong players go at it it's a workout
0: there's a whole lot of things one can do uh, gardening
1: gardening cutting firewood cutting um,
0: firewood is absolutely a workout gardening might be or might not be a workout but at least you're moving one way or another unless you're just riding around on the on the riding mower you're
1: you know, And there's things you can do that just are everyday things. You take the stairs.
0: Walking, frankly, is good exercise if you do it briskly and, and regularly. Don't park at the nearest place. Park across the parking lot.
1: Take the stairs. Little things, but they add up. Now, I say this right now because we got the uh, handicap thing, but that's more that, <laughs> to right now that's more getting in and out the door with all the rigmarole I've got.
0: When you can't put actual... Which
1: reminds me, my cane got put in the car? Yeah. Okay. I'm transitioning over to cane right now.
0: Well, you don't have any good way to cover your toes. You don't want to be walking long distances across parking lots in the winter in Missouri. (laughs) It is a fact of life.
1: Yes. truth. But, uh, and of course it's Christmas season right now when we're recording this, so it's... Hey, easy (laughs) parking. No, anyway, long story short, it's important. And everybody knows it's important. But, you know, I was just reminded this morning by that look on her face. We have a kind of a new tradition where she hands me her phone. And I know when she hands me her phone, that she's going
0: to the gym. I need motivational help. She
1: needs motivational help. So I put together. To
0: make me a playlist. Uh,
1: I pick an album for her to listen to. Or I put together a playlist. I kind of did a little boat today. I put together a playlist that was mostly one al- or mostly one band's greatest hits. But not completely. There were still a couple other similar genre bands on there. And
0: how was that this morning? That worked.
1: I told I you got, it was different.
0: I got my business taken care of. And I really didn't feel like doing it this morning, but it it got uh, done.
1: Yeah, I. In case you're wondering what her Sunday morning playlist was, and this was early Sunday morning, it was uh, several of Deep Purple's biggest hits.
0: Some uh, Def Leppard on there. No. Oh
1: gosh. Yeah. no. I wouldn't do that to you.
0: Ooh. I think there was one.
1: No, there was oh, not well. any Def anyway. Leppard. Anyway. No. It was. Deep, uh, smoke on I mean, the water. I was, I was in the middle of telling what it was. The folks want to know. <laughs> it was deep purple. I had, uh, uh, you know, some of their early stuff, uh, like uh, Hush and Space Trucking, and uh, some, you know, some of the, in that early some Machine Head stuff. And then I went into um, uh, more of the uh, later deep purple, Perfect Strangers. Excellent song. Uh, then I dropped out and put in uh, a early recording of an In a Gata by Iron Butterfly. And then I switched into some Zep. She had some Zep this morning. Stairway to Heaven. Can't go wrong. And then uh, I dropped in Cashmere uh, from Zep. And I don't remember how it ended. That's, that'd give you an idea of what we're what we're talking about here as far as, you know, a typical playlist. That's actually one of the more mellow playlists. She's, you wouldn't think our little spice is a crunch head, but our little spice (laughs) is a crunch head. She likes it crunchy. Especially when lifting weights. And when I mean crunchy, I'm talking about uh, uh, disturbed, stone stone sour, slipknot, uh, mushroom head, I mean, See, she gets pretty hardcore on this stuff. So anyway, now you know. Should I oh, tell?
0: Oh, I, I should tell my my other my last story of it. Oh, the part that she uh, wrote in there that yeah, I didn't see. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, she wrote. She in, added some stuff. In the case article.
0: you think this is just how people are, and you are what you are. I was. Stay back, I don't dogs, think I was ever dogs. really called an athlete until I was forty years Probably. old about that. I spent pretty much my entire 20s decade on the couch getting basically no exercise at all. Except every now and then by accident. Uh, so I've I've never been I wasn't an athlete. I wasn't a jock. I was active as a kid because we, we did lots of fun things outside. But I was not sought after by my high school by high school coaches or anything like that I I just never was an athlete but the thing is I was teaching physiology at the time in my 20s and it is irrefutably true if you spend a lot of time in the physiological literature that exercise is simply the most important health prescription there is basically and I wasn't doing it. And I was teaching everybody how important it was. And I knew what I was telling them what was true. And, and to I could, be
1: fair, even the, the students you have, are, a lot of them are exercise majors. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Even better. So they're coming in all too. buff. And, and, you know, they got their sports logo teams on. And they're all buffed, And they're all talking about their workouts. And, I mean, it's just full-blore.
0: Yeah, they really want to hear about that stuff because it's right down their alley of interest. Couldn't stand the hypocrisy. And I started doing it just as a chore I had to do to take care of myself and doing what I considered the bare minimum and leaving it at that for most of a year before I actually started finding some things I enjoyed doing. And that well, made life much nicer. But I think when we
1: got you your first real bicycle, that made a difference.
0: Yeah. we
1: got and it, it, wasn't it, a it turned out thing. we didn't actually end up keeping it that long because it turned out to not be... Your favorite bike ever, but it was a professional bike and it was a good bike. And
0: please, negotiating. negotiating. Yeah, I'm
1: parking. There's a woman who absolutely does not know how to park. I can't get out of here okay yeah it was a good bike but we got rid of it later but it was a good bike but that she found biking and biking she loved and then i long story short when i was c- recovering from an injury i was like a total a total potato i mean i was like in such horrible shape it wasn't even funny and i was uh able to you know
0: well his doctor told him if if he didn't do the pt and lose the weight no. the injury would reoccur and nobody would ever be able to fix it and he would be permanently lame yes and that, that was motivational that was motivational uh, i'm hardcore about it now because i'm over 50 and i've discovered oh, that if i slack off like very much people. it just goes right away we almost and it's were really hard to get back in Iraq, and we're parked. as we sit as we sit still here yes
1: these people are just idiots what the heck is that woman doing? Anyway. Wow, sorry. Uh, <laughs> We're just sitting here in a parking lot trying not to get hit by various different people.
0: The point there was that... <laughs> I, I was not a born athlete, and I've, I've since taken up a, a, a very active sport. <laughs>
1: well, you, you took up several, you know, yeah. there was one I year about, things, well, no. but it's been about 10 years ago, when uh, you did your time trial.
0: Yeah. Um, time we, trialing on a bike.
1: Yeah, time trialing on a bike. And uh, she averaged for a, a, a 30K, 30K time trial for a woman who was about 45 <laughs> gripping her knee in pain. <laughs> uh, she's sitting here.
0: It's not pain. I'm just...
1: Uh. But she was about 45 at the time, and she dropped uh, a 25-mile-an-hour 30K time trial. And if, you, if you're if you not a cyclist, that's, a, okay, whatever. But if you're a cyclist, or you've been around cycling at all, for a 45-year-old woman to drop a 25-mile-an-hour hour 30K time trial, that's pretty good. That's pretty good.
0: I turned into an athlete in my later years, much to my surprise. (laughs) So it's not something you're either born into or not born into, and you have to take that and that's it. Change is possible. Or I wouldn't be who I am today. And I wouldn't be able to do the things I need to do by now. You said do-do. Okay. Men are pigs. All right.
1: Talk to you later. Bye.